welcome back to She is Becoming with the Grace Church Women's Ministry. I am your co-host, Delaney, and I am here with my amazing co-host, Bev. And we are super excited to be back in the studio. Are we not, like, super excited? We are super excited. I feel we like love being together. We do, and I feel like it's kind of been a minute since we've been in the studio, so it's just, like, nice to be back here. Like, It is. It's such a blessing. Every time I leave the studio, it it is a great joy in my heart. So, I agree with that. Yeah. And it's been kind of, it's it's really funny because we both show up here and like Bev's in this really cute dress and I'm like in this really cute outfit and we're like, well, we don't really like go anywhere else. So it's like we really dress up to see each other. I know, I know. Well, yeah, it's something. It's really cute though. It's really yeah. cute. Um, Just before we get into the episode, just a couple of reminders to subscribe. If you like the podcast, um, please subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And again, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and we are now on the Grace Church app. So please subscribe so that um, you can get notifications whenever a new episode comes out. And then follow us on our Instagram. She is becoming with two G's. We put a lot of like encouraging notes on there and we do a lot of announcements on there. So definitely be looking out for that. All right, Bev, what is our topic today? Today, we're going to be talking about listening to God. Hmm. I find there is so much interest in this listening to God idea Um, I just think back to the early days of my Christian walk, and I had so many questions about this. Like, does God still speak today? And how do I know if it's God speaking to me or, you know, uh, the enemy, or maybe it's just my own wishes? Uh, How do I discern that? And is God that involved in my daily life Mm -hmm. and that personal that that I can know that he indeed does speak to me today? So I, I find it a topic people are always interested in. Right. I, I I agree with that. I've actually been um, studying this, like, in my personal life, kind of before we even, like, decided to uh, do this episode. And I've been going through the Priscilla Shire book, Discerning the Voice of God. And there has been some huge takeaways that I have gotten. I'm not done with it yet, but that I've gotten from the book. So I just want to go over a couple of them before we really get started here. But... I think before we start to ask the question, God, are you speaking to me? To ask the question, am I ready to obey? I know that that's been something that has kind of changed my perspective because sometimes what God is saying to us is not always something that we really want to hear. And so um, our hearing, before we want to hear from God, we need to have this, okay, I'm going to obey whatever you say, and I'm going to be, I want to surrender to what you Uh, have for me and I want to be submitted to your will and you know just as I've been learning more about this I've also been seeing how Jesus actually did that you know before he went uh, and died on before he died on the cross it said that uh, he said to the father like if it is possible like can this cup pass from me and you know even though Jesus he knew that this was going to be something that was hard he submitted to the will of the father and so I think our mindset needs to be the same like obedient and submitted and our posture needs to be you know willfully submitted and humbly ready to obey whatever God is calling us to whatever God is saying to us and you know a consistent prayer in my life which is funny that I've been studying this because a consistent prayer in my life has always been God like expose my sin and yesterday I kind of got in like a little tiff with uh, uh, someone in my family and it brought up a lot of besetting and habitual sins in my life. And it was really hard and it was really painful. But 
this was something that God was clearly speaking to me because I had been praying for this and God was clearly speaking, you know, to me through this situation. And I just kept thinking back to what I've been learning. And it was like, you know what, Delaney, your response right now is obey. Stop making excuses for yourself. Like stop defending yourself. Obey. And listening to God, obeying what God said was so freeing for me. And it just goes back to show that like, listening to God and doing what he says, not just being a uh, hearer of the word, but a doer of the word actually gives us so much like deep freedom and deep joy. I love that Delaney, because that's a great place to start this whole discussion. If you are really seeking God and seeking his voice, are you coming there with an attitude of submission? Right. And that's, that's an excellent uh, main point we certainly want to include as we talk about this topic of listening to God. You know, the first thing I do when I have questions like this, how mm-hmm. do you listen to God? Does God still speak? I go to the Bible. Right. And I, at, in, that, in that early walk of mine, I went to the concordance in my Bible, and I looked up every verse that had, like, voice of God or anything to do with God actually speaking. And so that was very helpful, and it, was, it really started my journey to learn how to listen to God. First, I think it's always helpful to think about how did the people in the Bible listen to God? Right. Did God speak to them in personal ways? Well, let's just go over a few of them very briefly. That's It's quite the list. Almost all the characters in the Bible had some uh, direct contact with God's voice. Adam and Eve, they walked with the Lord in the evening in the Garden of Eden, and God spoke directly to them. Abraham, God told him to leave his country and go which was, um, we don't know how God actually communicated that. Scripture is not clear. But another place, he spoke to him through a vision and through visitors. Jacob was spoken to God through a dream, and Joseph as well. Moses got the burning bush. (laughs) That had to have been an amazing experience. But also, Scripture says that Moses spoke to the Lord face to face. So there was a real intimacy there that I think was unique in that situation. And then there's Samuel, the young boy prophet, uh, who he didn't recognize the voice of the Lord, but Samuel, the old prophet, told him, just go back, lie down, and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And so often, Delaney, when I am asking God something, I'll just say to him, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Or if you, before you read your Bible, you could say that, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Then there's Saul. He was spoken to, uh, the Lord spoke to him through the priest Samuel. David, um, he said in Psalm 143, 8, show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. I love that. He was really looking for God to speak and direct his life. And God spoke to him through through, uh, priests and prophets as well. And then there's Job. Job wanted answers from God. He Mm -hmm. was seeking God. His friends were trying to tell him what God was saying to him. But then at the end of the book of Job, he doesn't get maybe the answers he wanted, but he hears God, and he encounters him in a life-changing way. And then there's Daniel, an outstanding character. Daniel, he had visions, and angels spoke to him. Isaiah, that vision of the unclean lips. He had a vision of the throne. I mean, to read those first few chapters in Isaiah is really exciting to see God speaking to him. And then Mary, the mother of Jesus, you know, an angel of the Lord came and announced that this was going to be happening to her. And what was her response? Let it be done unto me, Mm. your servant. That's beautiful. So there's that submission, again, to Mm -hmm. hearing the voice of God. And then, of course, the Apostle Paul. We've talked a lot about the Apostle Paul this summer. And 
this road to Damascus experience there, he heard Christ's voice. He records what Christ said to him at that time. Mm. So there's just uh, some examples. There's more, but that's enough for maybe today. Um, Delaney, why don't you take the audience now and talk about how you feel that God speaks to us today. So that's some examples from the Bible. Yep. So I would say that the way God speaks to us now has shifted um, a little bit from the way that he spoke to the Old Testament prophets and believers, but his message and his purpose haven't shifted. Those are still the same. So, you know, after Jesus's ascension, uh, there's like a helper that is promised. And we know that that helper is the Holy Spirit. We see that in John 14, 26. But um, for the Holy Spirit, like came down to permanently indwell in believers, uh, he would empower believers temporarily. But now uh, after Jesus has ascended and now the Holy Spirit is here guiding us and sustaining us, he lives inside of us permanently now. So we have direct access to God through the Holy Spirit. And it says in scripture that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us before the Father. So he kind of acts as that like intermediary, um, that mediator between us and the Father. And in John uh, 16, 13, it says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come so that's just a showing that the word that god and holy spirit are working together to give us truth so and then from this past we also learn a couple of things first that you know the holy spirit is the spirit of truth and a key characteristic that we are we often gloss over about the Holy Spirit is the fact that he is holy. It's that he's his holiness. And we know that from, you know, our episode on holiness, that anything that is holy really exposes things that are unholy. So this makes sense because if we hear something that would be outside that category of being holy, right. probably not him, is it? It would for sure not be him. So we know that holiness exposes sin. So the Holy Spirit acts as the exposer, the convictor, and intercedes for us before the Father to restore us into like a right relationship with God. And then we know that the Holy Spirit also speaks with authority from God, which is super key. And then in Thessalonians, uh, or Second Thessalonians 2.13, it says that, but we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through the sanctification of the, by the Spirit and the belief in truth. So the Holy Spirit also works to sanctify us. That is why it is so important that we, you know, as believers are praying to the Holy Spirit. And it's so important that we are doing this because we want to learn from the Holy Spirit. He is the one that's going to grow us and sanctify us. And then another way that we uh, see God speaking today is through the Bible, which is, you know, so cool because we have this more direct access to God, to his actual words, to what he has actually said. And, um, you know, sometimes we can be so focused on like, what, what is God saying to me right now that we forget that he actually has a lot that he has already said. And in um, Psalms 119.105, it says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And we get this picture of our world being utter darkness, but God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It directs me and it guides me towards godliness. And what's cool too is the Holy Spirit and the Bible actually work together to speak to us. So, you know, I, there's a quote that I actually really love that explains this really well, but it says the word of God given without the clarity of the Holy Spirit will not penetrate the hearer's understanding 
Only by his spirit can the veil be lifted from our eyes so we as believers can, one, understand God's word, and two, put it into practice. So that's just an example of how they would work together. Absolutely. And if you're not a believer, you do not have the Holy Spirit, it's going to hear God speak is going to be especially challenging for you. Right. It's not impossible because all things are possible with God. Right. But when you have the Holy Spirit within you and you are seeking God in the scripture, in the Bible, your chances of hearing him are very good. I mean, he wants to communicate. Yeah, there's something to be said, too, about if you really want to hear from God, like putting yourself in intentional arenas where God speaks. So like prayer, you know, being in the word. And those are like places where God like really speak, you know, really speak or where he has already spoken. What else, Delaney? Is there any other ways that God speaks to us today? Uh, he speaks to us through other people. I have personally experienced that many times with my parents, but, you know, other Christ followers, especially in my life, um, who are empowered by the Holy Spirit, have spoken into my life, like words that I needed to hear for that time, for that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That can be so helpful. So people, what else? Uh, Let's think. Circumstances. Circumstances. God really uses circumstances. Mm-hmm. He, he orchestrates it all, and only he can like bring all those events together to create something that he speaks to you about right. or guides you through. So, um, you know, the fact that you became a Christian, that you were born into a Christian home, all these kinds of things are circumstances that God really uses to speak to us um, through them. Right. And that's like been like the kind of the story of my life, too, is like having grown up in a Christian home. And even though I have been surrounded by godly people most of my life, uh, until the circumstances of my life changed where I was, you know, God brought me to my knees and I was humbled. I don't think I was really, you know, empowered by the Holy Spirit or really like walking with him, walking with God. Mm -hmm. Those circumstances God does use. The good ones and the difficult ones, right? Right. Amen. Anything else? Hmm. Visions and dreams. I think God still does use. I I believe that for sure. Visions and dreams. I know we hear in the Muslim world of God using those means because they don't have the scriptures to access. Right. And so God can break in and he can call and speak and bring to conversion in so many ways. So is God still speaking today? Amen. A yes. Hearty, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He absolutely. is. Absolutely. Uh, so God has spoken to the people of the Bible, but did they all listen? This mm. is where we started the podcast on right. uh, this idea of obedience with listening. Uh, Psalm 81, 8 through 16, really, the word listened. Uh, it's God speaking to the people, and he says, In your distress you called and I rescued you. I answered you out of a thundercloud. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Hear me, my people, and I will warn you. If you would only listen to me, Israel. And he goes on in verse 11, but my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. Verse 13, if my people would only listen to me, if Israel would only follow my ways. So again, the listening and the obedience, you really see those together right there. And also in this um, psalm, there are reasons that the people were not listening. And maybe we can relate to some of these things. You know, we can become deaf to the to the voice of God because of some of these things, just like Israel experienced. Refusing to listen. Refusing, yeah. God is God is speaking, but mm-hmm. we're not receiving it. Right. Uh, idolatry. 
mm. where we're looking to other things and we're not looking to God. Yeah, those distractions, yeah. Right, and they wouldn't submit. We've talked about how important it is to come to listening with an attitude of obedience. It says in verse 12, they had stubborn hearts. They wanted to follow their own way. Right. So there was a resistance. God was speaking, but they would not listen. So even today, we can refuse to listen as well for many of these same reasons. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4.30 says that sin um, can grieve the Holy Spirit so that we, we don't hear that voice as acutely. We, we are choosing just to push it back down or not knowing the Bible or ignoring it. How are we going to, you know, God, like you said, God has spoken so much so in the much. Bible. Mm-hmm. And if we are seeking God and it's already in the Bible, there's, there's no need to seek another word from God. If he's spoken on it in the Bible, that's what his word is saying to right. us even today. Then we can be too busy to listen. We're never still. This is a plague on our society, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We just don't get still. And I think that the, the idea that God's voice is still and small is still appropriate for today. A lack of prayer. We're not coming into God's presence. Right. We're, not, we're not saying, speak to me. Or wanting my own will. And so I'm avoiding consulting God. I have done that in my life where I, I knew what he wanted and I, um, I just kind of went the other direction. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I decided I'm not praying about that because I want it. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not a pretty picture, but it's just, you know, the sinner in me that's still there. Right. Uh, a lack of faith that God will speak to you. you. You just might think, you know, you're the worst person in the world, and why would God ever speak to you? Who are you? You're insignificant. And those are just lies from the enemy because right. God is a personal God with a personal love for each individual, and mm-hmm. he does speak personally to his people. Amen. He wants your ear. He wants you to know his will more than you want to know it. I love that. It's true. I love that. And like just that he desires to speak to you. Like he wants to communicate with you. He, he does. He does. He does. And sometimes we're just so confused. We don't understand God's will. Well, God wants to make it clear. He does. He doesn't want to keep you uh, guessing his will. And I think if we come with a listening ear, an obedient heart, he will indeed speak. So what are some ways God has spoken to you in the last month, listeners? And how would you test to see if it is the Lord speaking to you or not? Delaney, what could we do to test it, test that voice? Yes, yes. Um, It is definitely good to test if you think that God is speaking to you because sometimes, you know, like we were saying, like we think it's our own thoughts or we're not sure. So here's a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to really test to make sure that this is really God speaking to you. Uh, first one, which is a great one, is does it agree with the Bible? If it does not agree with the Bible, mm, it's not going to be from God, right? We know that, you know, Scripture is God-breathed and it's God's exact word. So if it doesn't align with that, then it can't be divine. It can't be God-breathed. He's not going to say a, two things, the opposite things. Right. You know? No, right. he's spoken on it. Yes, mm-hmm. I, for sure. Um, and then will this build up my faith and the kingdom of God is a really good one. Um, and then is this a repeated message? Have I heard this, you know, from maybe from someone else, like a mentor in my life? Have I read it in scripture? Have I felt the Holy Spirit telling me this, you know, different areas, um, of your life? And then has this been confirmed by God's people or family members, which is a really key one (laughs) for me, at least like, 
how do godly people in my life say the same thing is a really good way to test. And then do I see confirming circumstances? And then does it deviate from the historic teachings of the Christian church? I've heard a lot of people say things like, well, God's doing a new thing now. So, you know, what he wrote later, uh, earlier doesn't really matter now. Um, and yet the historic teachings of the church are as such. They've been there for 2,000 years. And right. all of a sudden today, some person thinks that they can alter that and change God's voice. So that is, is a guide as well. Hmm. Um, I can offer some more suggestions here, too, to help us in this process of trying to discern if God is speaking to us. Um, one thing that I do, I will ask questions. Yeah. And uh, in 1 Samuel 23, David goes and inquires of the Lord whether he should go and attack the Philistines or not, or will he be successful? And the Lord tells him to attack the Philistines. And sometimes uh, the Lord even told him exactly how to do that and how to, to be successful in it. And then in 2 Samuel 2, 1, David again inquires of the Lord, and the Lord tells him to go up to the cities of Judah. So it was now safe for him to return to Judah. So David inquired of the Lord. That's a great way to know God's will. Come to him with your honest, heartfelt question. Right. Another thing is being willing to wait. Mm. We want an answer, and we want it now. Yeah. But sometimes... There, what the answer is comes in the process of waiting. Right. And waiting doesn't mean that God is not speaking. He's, he's saying, wait. He's saying, it's not time. And so waiting is really a form of listening as well. It's not doing anything. It, waiting is a very important uh, part of a relationship with God, waiting on him. It, it makes us trust him. It causes us to seek him. And to, then to wait on him, it, it, we trust him with his timing. Right. If I had gotten what I wanted at the time I wanted it, many times I would have not gotten the right thing. It mm -hmm. wouldn't have been a good thing. Uh, another thing we can do to tr really listen to the word of, to, to try to discern the word of God is to read the Bible with expectancy. Expecting. Every morning when I open my Bible, I say to myself, I'm going to hear God speak. What's he going to say to me today? And then I journal that, what I feel was the verse or the thought that he really spoke to me about today. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of God dwell in you richly. When we spend time with God in his word and prayer, you begin to recognize his voice because you know his character. Uh, John 10, My sheep know my voice. Hmm. Be still. Again, the importance of being still. Pray. Be honest, open, faithful in prayer. Be willing to surrender to him, which we started that with that thought, yeah, and we're yeah. going to bring it to, to the end of it as well. Reject the words and patterns that conflict with God's revealed word. Check for your hearing blocks. Sin. Hmm. Journal. That's been very helpful to me to to discern the will of God. I write out a prayer and I write down a verse, what's God saying to me here? And very often it's exactly what I need for right. that day. And then you can, look, I like the journaling too, because then you can look back and see how God has answered your prayer and what he's done in your life. So I love that one too. I do too. I do too. And it's very affirming to me when I'm trying to decide something. If I can just journal about it and, and I'm reading the scripture, I'm looking for something. Um, very often I, I, I walk away confident in God's will. Right. Um, sometimes there's more than one way 
sometimes God will let us choose either this path or this path because they're both good. Right. And so some, we don't want to become so narrow, like, you know, put on your left shoe first and your right one. And, right. You know, right. become so narrow in this listening factor. Realize that God can have several doors open for you and um, he's going to uh, be with you whichever way you choose. And that's not real popular, but it's actually, I've seen a true in my life where I feel like, you could do this or you can do this. Both things are going to kind of accomplish what I want accomplished right. uh, there. Uh, and another thing about listening is you have to realize it may be very different from your original thinking. Yeah. God has really surprised <laughs> me sometimes like, ah, uh, yeah, that's it. I really don't know if I like that, yeah. what I've heard yeah. or uh, where he's leading me now. But uh, over the years, I understand he loves me and I can trust that voice. Uh, another thing is to accept the fact that you're not always going to understand and get it right. Exactly. You know, we put mm-hmm. such pressure on ourselves. Do our best to discern his voice and then move on. Go to the next thing that he has right. for you in your life. You may not hear anything. Job didn't really hear anything for a long time. And then when he heard, he didn't really necessarily get all of his questions answered. Um, it, listening to God is for fellowship. It shows an openness to God. It's a willingness to listen. Listening to God reveals longing for intimacy intimacy with God. And then in that intimacy, we grow in our faith. We grow more Christ-like. We leave our self-centered life and are directed to serve God and others as a result of listening to God. Yeah, I, I love those things. Those are things that I'm going to need to write down and go over again. But yeah, that's that. I just thank you so much for your wisdom because that was exactly what I needed to hear. So kind of just wrapping up here, a couple of questions that we just want to leave with you listeners before we go. And this is really our challenge to you is to ask yourself these questions. In what ways are you going to start listening to God? Maybe you haven't before, but hopefully this is a good jumping off point for you to start listening to him. And then what are some of these questions that you would like to ask? You know, going back to these intentional questions that you have for God, like be intentional with what you ask him. And then evaluate if you are actually ready to obey, if you are ready to submit to what God says. So those are our questions for you. That's our closing here. Um, I'm just going to pray really quick, and then um, we're going to close up here. Holy Spirit, I just thank you so much for speaking to me this week. And I just thank you so much that, you know, you, you are real, and you continue to speak, and you're not inaccessible and that you live inside of us, and that you, you know, God, you want to talk to us. You want a relationship. You want the intimacy with us. So I pray that you will just enable us to obey, enable us to submit, enable us to surrender, so that we can ultimately grow in our relationship with you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, sisters. Lord, your servant is listening. Amen. I'm going to start saying that. I think I am. I'm going to start saying that. Well, sisters, it was so great to be with you. Thank you so much for listening. And join us next week on She is Becoming. Bye.